Greetings and salutations to our fine podcast audience. Welcome to episode 164. We made it. Still no name, and Ed's happy about that this week. I don't care. <laughs> now he's just indifferent. <laughs> he started out three weeks ago. Oh, we need a name. Next, last week, I, I, no, we don't need a name. Now, I don't, I don't care, care either way. He's lost interest. I'm I telling lost you. interest in it. Or he just forgot. No, I remembered. You remembered. Once you said it. Oh, of course I. <laughs> I haven't thought any more about it. All right, so here we are. Uh, what if we, I came in with a name? Would y'all just accept whatever name I brought in? No. It depends. <laughs> it really does depend. I do not trust you okay, with yeah. the naming well, responsibility. That, that shows wisdom on your part. Uh-huh. <laughs> Remember last week we were talking about how Ed and I have known each other for so long, therefore he can trust me. I know when I can't trust him. That's how well I know. Yeah, that's right. You should not trust me with that. that not that with pro- that. That's not right. with anything that has to do here's what, with here's aesthetics. What, here's what no. I trust. He will not remember in two weeks when we film again that we even had this conversation. That's true. That's that, good. that is true. That's going yeah. to have 100% happen. Yes. So we got, uh, as I said. Unless somebody asks a question about it. I'd like to clarify. Is Ed interested in the name of the podcast? No. Why would I want to do that? No. As I said last week on the podcast, we have a bonus episode this week, meaning we have two questions. And I just made up that that means it's a bonus episode. I'm all fine with that. I just made up. I will accept that. Okay. Thank you. Someone asked two questions that I think we'll be able to handle in the next 30 minutes or so. I was not I'm gonna, accepting of the way you said handle. Yeah, I didn't either. Something <laughs> happened. I thought you had like a something shifted your brain. For <laughs> it did. Ted just had <laughs> a, thought, just, uh, just popped a vessel right there. <laughs> thought, oh, Jason's going down. <laughs> it's one of those things where two words are trying to come out at the same time. It's, and a, you bo- to, it's a bonus word. <laughs> you have to pick which one you're going to say. Bonus. So... I I don't think we we get questions a lot around here that I think okay we sort of talked about that it's on the same topic. Here's a question I don't think anybody has ever asked even adjacent the history of in the, the world of the world of our <laughs> podcast. This is the first congratulations person. to you, yes, original it's person. Very original, and it's nothing I've ever thought about. You know what YouTube's going to do? Here's eight examples of that question. <laughs> well, it doesn't mean I haven't thought about it. That's true. So here's the first question. Why did Judas have to kiss Jesus? Didn't everyone just know who he was? Have you ever thought about that? Like, why did he choose the kiss? He yeah, told them. That's, that's, he told it them. It was the sign he was going to He use. told them that's well, what I'm Kissing was like... Like it was a greeting. It was a greeting. So I think it was like it'd be like if I said, "All right, we're doing a sting operation on Sawyer, <laughs> producer Sawyer. No one knows who he is." And when I walk up and go, "Rock on," <laughs> you'll or, know the man. Or even more so, when I say hi, Sawyer, and he goes, "Rock on,", on. The man whoever was... says "rock on" to me, <laughs> that's, that's the dude. <laughs> The, He's enjoying this. The man in which the rock on symbol of hands. Uh, but, you know, seriously, if I just said I was going to walk up and the guy I shake hands with, that's the guy that you mm-hmm. need to arrest, you know, because I think. I think the I think the question is, didn't everybody know who Jesus was? I think the, answer, the answer is clearly the answer is no. no. And that's a valid question because I think we have an idea of the way things worked in the ancient world that has a lot more to do with how things work in our world. We think Jesus was a popular figure, right. therefore everyone knew what he looked like. Right. That is not how it worked in the ancient world. No. Because yeah. you didn't have photographs. That's right. Nobody was even going around painting people That's right. very often, if if at all. 
And so Jesus could pop into towns and nobody knew who he no. was by seeing him. He just right. looked like anybody else. But I don't think I know what Gore Vidal looks like. Really? I'm just saying. <laughs> Where did that, that come from? You were saying that like everyone knows. Like, I know the thing. Gore, is Gore Vidal still? He's not alive. He's not alive. He died, right? Yeah. So he wrote a lot of books. I bet you could take a guess of what he looks like now. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I was just trying to think Are of who is. Are you making a bigger point by bringing him up? No. I was just trying to think of trying just, to think of famous people that I mind. might not know. Of. I was trying to agree with your point that even today there might be people oh, that okay. just because they're famous mm. does not mean, and just because I've heard of that person mm. doesn't mean, and then especially when they don't have photographs. There are many, many rappers I will hear people sure. use their name and I'm like, I oh, don't know who that good. is. One. I've listened to a lot of Young Jeezy, but I don't think I could point out Young Jeezy in a, in a, in a, I think I could point out 21 Savage, but I think, but I'm not, I'm not going on that. He is British. I couldn't. You could. Okay. Sawyer says he can't. If Sawyer can't. Rock on, Sawyer. Rock on. <laughs> Sawyer says he can't point out 21 Savage. Mm. That is not a cut on you, 21 Savage. So, so to get at. Who, who is an avid listener of this well, podcast? Well, you know what? No one knew until like he got arrested that he was British. So that was all very surprising to us. Maybe another hidden known fact about 21 Savage is he really loves this podcast. That's well, not have a name. I'll tell you That's what. Right. The person who I'll asked tell you this, this. If he is, I'll call it the 21 the, Savage podcast. Whoever asked this question, I bet you weren't expecting to get into this conversation after you asked this question. Well, I think the succinct answer to that question is no, everyone didn't know. Jerusalem also is a big, big city. Mm -hmm. The biggest in their area, for yes, sure. Yes, Jesus had only been there a few times. Yep. He, Even though he came in, and there's a lot of people that are kind of coming in. I don't mean in his lifetime. I mean in his ministry. I'm know. sure he went when he was yeah, younger. Yeah, he went. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. for the festivals. What I mean is in a public appearance kind of way, he had only been a few times. Mm -hmm. And so it's not like the whole town knows who this person is. Well, and, and we what have to accept like. the fact there were large gatherings that he was a part of at the time, but by the end of his ministry, he's got 12 followers for sure. Yeah. He's got some other, those are the men. There's some women that are also following around. But when he resurrects from the dead, he only appears to 500 people mm -hmm. who right. you figure are as close as... Yeah. And so at Passover in Jerusalem, when all the nation is supposed to come there yeah. and it's super crowded. If you're known by 500 people, you might as well not be known by hardly anybody That's in right. that crowd. That's true. That's, That's right. True. So yeah. I think the answer is no, they didn't know. The, the reason of the kiss is that's the identifying mark. That was the one that Judas chose. Yeah. And he said, we're going to do this. Well, and there were a whole bunch of Galileans, which apparently sounded alike for sure. They may have also dressed. Right. I'm not saying they had gang colors. Yeah. I'm just Judas, saying they yeah. may have all mm -hmm. dressed similar. You know what? 21 Savage might have gang colors. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to say that. I'm going to have to think back through all the lyrics. I can't think of one exactly. But I'm just saying there might not have been an identifying to separate him from one of the disciples. Mm -hmm. So... That's, That's right. the reason he had to have some symbol. The reason it was a kiss is because he told him it was going to well, be Well, and I think in particular they were, it, it plays out in the uh, in the Gospels. It's almost like this, it's a covert kind of operation. Right. They don't, they specifically said the reason they need Judas is they think there's going to be a revolt yeah. if there's a crowd. They think his followers might. So you don't want confusion on any kind of operation of going in, oh, we grabbed the wrong guy. And we know for sure that <laughs> it's all nighttime. That, yep. All that's <laughs> coming is the temple guard. This isn't a Roman legion that's coming. Right. It's the small temple guard 
because they have to take him to the Romans the yeah. next day. So yeah. it's it's the little guard that the priests have. They don't want to arrest him publicly because he even surrounded by five hundred, their little guard of mm-hmm. wouldn't be much yeah. use. So they want to get him away from the crowds. They don't know what he looks like. It's dark. Mm-hmm. That all the reasons he's got to be identified to. Yeah. And unlike 21 Savage, he wouldn't say his name before he spoke. Uh, that's a real deep cut for you 21 Savage fans out wow. there. So. Okay. So, we tackled question one. Let's go to question two. Do Can you- we work 21 Savage into more references? Many, that's many. a question. That's crazy that they wrote that ahead of time. It's crazy that they knew this was going to happen. But that was 21 Savage. All right. Do you think Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John collaborated on what stories they were going to write in order to make their testimony stronger? If they did, they left John out. <laughs> they did, John's <laughs> they like, had a group text. You do what you want to do. I'm <laughs> writing something different. John's like, guys, we're writing these gospels together, right? They're like, yeah, John, that's great. We're going to include you on the group text. They create one group thread with him. They create a separate one where they're kind of like subtweeting or him. John's the re- rebel, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll write with you guys. Well, and he turned in some notes, and then he's like, did. I'm not writing any of that. He kind of did he's wait. Stanley Kubrick. There you go. Yes. Don't even go there. <laughs> but he did, to be fair to John, he did wait until all the That's others right. came out. And and I believe one of the reasons it's so different, he has, number one, he has a different purpose. But number two is he'd read all the other stuff and heard all the other stories and said, I got more that y'all forgot. That's right. Out. And he wanted to fill in some Well, that's what I think. I think I think the reason John's so different is he's an old guy. Yep. At the time he's writing, all the other ones are out. He's still telling, because all of this is happening orally. They're all giving their testimonies orally. And somebody said, hey, man, you're the only one telling those stories. Mm -hmm. You you need to get that down before you die. Nobody's wrote down the Lazarus story yet. Right. Write that down, man. That's right. And it it doesn't mean also that the Lazarus story wasn't also being told in the era when the other other three Gospels were written. I guarantee it was a part of the oral tradition. of course. And again, it, it was that kind of thing of, Nobody wrote this down. Right. we got to get this one down, too. Um, now, to answer the question a little more specifically, there there is evidence that especially, you know, we believe Mark was the first one. Right. Um, and then that Matthew and Luke, who came after, they did borrow from, and then oh, there's sure. also, y'all... Y'all want to get real deep. You want to talk about Q? Yeah, that's right. I bet I bet most of our podcast listeners don't you know what Q is. You need to be very clear on who you're talking about Q. YouTube just lit up. I say, we just got a bunch of followers. We mentioned 21 Savage and Q in the same one. The algorithm's like, oh, baby. So excited. So let's so be clear. Who is Q? Let's be clear. There is a... An anonymous. There is a... There is a work of... of there is a written work that that we don't have copies of that most scholars believe existed in the ancient times that the other gospel writers used to borrow right. some stories off. Of. It's a it's an what you might call a lost gospel. Right. It's one of those and things that is always even when I had to learn about it in school. I'm yeah. like, so no one's seen this. Nope. <laughs> we theorize that it exists. It's a hypothesis. Yeah, we don't know yeah. for sure that it happened. But we talk but about it. But you should put that answer on the test. Yes. <laughs> we're talking about when we were in Bible college. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, you know, the existence of Q is what they called it, was this unknown gospel that the other gospel writers used. And and it's it's what they believe was sort of a common thread that in right. in 
informed a lot of the stories that that's they wound right. up telling. Um, that's just geeky stuff that it nobody is. really needs and, to know. And for sure, because it's still a theory. It is. It is. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. It's well, I, mean, I think a there's a lot it. about the writing in general that we don't know. Um, because even we said this in Mark, you know, Mark is not one of the 12. There's no indication that he's one of the 72 that's following Jesus. Most people that believe that if he's written in the Gospels, the way I heard it when yeah, I first heard it is he's the young guy in the garden that runs away scared and loses his clothing. Yeah. He's the naked kid that runs away. Because that, Even that's a theory. Though. Well, yeah, yeah, that, that's, oh, yeah, a that's a theory that goes back to church tradition that yeah. Mark's family is the one that, that has the, the upper, upper room. room where Jesus meets. He follows that's them. why he follows them out. So there's a lot of like tradition that gets mixed in. And I'm not even saying that that's not necessarily no, reliable. It, it just is, we don't know. We don't know. We they don't, chose not to tell us those things because they don't... The, Mark ain't the point of the story. No. Well, and this is what I was going to say is we know even in Paul's writings that the idea that we have that a person gathers all this information in their own mind, sits down and writes it all alone by themselves, we know that's not how Paul wrote. Paul had a person that's writing that a lot of people, and once again, this is not in the Bible, so I want to make that clear. This is not known. But we know that the way a lot of people wrote ancient letters at the time was it was a consensus that there's a group of people, they're talking these things out. Like, similar to the three of us who write sermons, I go and I go, hey, I'm thinking about saying this. What do you guys think? Oh, yeah, that makes sense to me. That kind of works. You're, so the idea that even Matthew, Mark, and Luke, if what you mean by collaborate is did, did Luke, and I've even seen this some in that show, The Chosen. I love the show, The Chosen, but I often think when I see it, I don't know that that's exactly how that Luke is locked away in a room by himself and he's like, bring me the next story. Like the dispatch, bring me your stories. And he's like writing them. I don't know personally. Now, once again, because this is all theory. That's right. I don't know that that's the way it happened. It makes sense to me that Mark is a young guy, and we know this, um, I can't remember, somewhere in the book of Acts that his mother is a believer. That's right. somewhere in there. That's right. That Mark is a young guy, and, and most likely to me, from what I can see, once again, this isn't in the Bible, but is he's probably a young guy who, after the resurrection, starts following Jesus. He's in one of these Jerusalem-type churches. We know that eventually he's his cousin Barnabas. We know that, that his cousin is Barnabas. That's how he ends up getting hooked up with Paul. And yep. then later, eventually, you know, he's he's with Peter. Yep. He has all these kind of things with them. Yep. It makes sense. What would you say? No, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I think it makes sense to me that he's hearing these stories from Peter who's teaching. Peter and James are in Jerusalem, we yep. know. And he's hearing all of these stories. And who knows why he's the one who decides someone needs to write it down. But my guess is... It's in collaboration because these are not written in the way that we think of books. Like, I need to get this to the public. It wasn't published to the public. It was published to churches. Yep. It was given to churches to hold on to so that they would make sure they knew, here's the accurate information of who Jesus was and what his stories are and what's true about them. So, so I'll take from the question again that the person's asking were they trying to strengthen their story? Mm -hmm. I'll say that in, in, and I can see where from your question that comes from, because from our point of view, to have three viewpoints of the thing, it strengthens the story. From There's so many things in their accounts that in their world, we don't see it because it's not the way our world works. If they wanted to strengthen their story, it wouldn't have changed the account that much if they had just left it out. Sure. Like the fact 
that the very first witnesses mm-hmm. to Jesus' resurrection are all women. women. Yeah. And all of them agree on that. Mm-hmm. When you accept the fact that women can't own property, can't give testimony, were generally thought not to be very smart, right. yeah. to stake your whole future on the fact of what people would say was just women going like women do and saying the kind of things that they say about somebody they love that they believe is alive again, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't bolster your story. In it that doesn't. Culture. Right. To in do, that culture, and, it doesn't. And they all agree on that. Yeah. But then to do things like one of the accounts says there's two angels at the tomb, and one sure. of the accounts says there's one angel at the tomb. So were there one or were there two? Well, it depends on how you're telling the story. You're telling the story, maybe there was one outside, maybe there's one inside. Maybe at one point when he said something, he's inside, he's one's outside. It, You know, it, it comes down to, one, they aren't trying to tell stories in the way that we think about those things taking place, that they're trying to line up all the facts so somebody can verify. Mm-hmm. And even in our world, we know that when you get all the stories completely straight, you know for sure that all the eyewitnesses talk to try to make up something. Yes, it's actually a, a, a indicator that there was yes. collaboration. You get five eyewitnesses <laughs> and their stories are 100% all the same. You know for sure somebody's trying to cover something up by getting their story straight. Yes. Well, and I think even things like the lack of faith of the disciples, even after the resurrection, that some doubt mm-hmm. and that all that, it if once again you are publishing a document for the public to look at and go, now we know because I, and because that's the other way we see it is there are a lot of people are like, I come and tell you something. You go, well, until I read it in a verified source, I'm not going to believe it. That's not how their world works. No one thought we're show me the scroll and I'll, I'll trust it for sure. That's not the purpose of writing them down. The reason they're writing down these kind of accounts of it's the women who's there. One is because that's the way it happened, but also because they're trying to bolster the faith of these um, believers who are there to say, hey, here are the stories, and you can trust that these things happen, and they should change the way that you live in your life. Well, we also know the reason they wrote them down, because we know this from that next group of people called the early church fathers. They thought they, thought they had a responsibility from right. those very first eyewitnesses to get as much of that recorded as they mm-hmm. could because they always viewed them as being different than the next generation. Right. Mm-hmm. They viewed that as being vitally more important than the next generation who had been witnessed to right. by them, which is why Paul calls himself a second level apostle, yes, sort of. That's yes, not the exact than, phrase. Yeah, he yeah. knows, I didn't view it the way they view I've heard it through them. I didn't get it the way mm-hmm. they got it. Mm-hmm. Uh so they wanted to get it crystal clear before that generation is going away so they would have something. And then they were super careful because we have so many manuscript copies. Man, they were careful about how they wrote that stuff mm-hmm. down and how often. Because, again, they couldn't go to a Xerox machine. They didn't have paper that lasted long. Mm-hmm. So they had to copy it mm-hmm. carefully. And, uh, you know, they wanted that eyewitness testimony to be they knew it was important. They, yeah. Whether that was the work of the Spirit, I think it was a little bit of both. The mm-hmm. Spirit prompts you, hey, we need to get this stuff down. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I don't think anybody's trying to bolster a story because there would have been better ways to do it. And you can, I've heard N.T. Wright talk about this, and I never thought about it, but 
he talks about uh, when Paul begins to give his testimony in uh, Corinthians, I think it is, about those that had seen him. He talks about how the women have been removed from Paul's account, not because Paul doesn't, but Paul knows in speaking to a Greek-speaking audience, Paul, again, is trying to tell the story in a way to convince people. It's not, it's not less that he leaves the women out, as, but he, in 1 Corinthians 15, when he lists the eyewitnesses, there are no women listed. Right. Not because he didn't believe they took place, but because Paul is trying to make a point to a Greek-speaking audience. Here's all these men that you can still talk to. Mm-hmm. Go and talk to them if you only believe men. He's trying to make a point. If they all the Gospels had wanted to bolster their story, they'd have done the same thing. But because they wanted to do this in the right way, they just told it the way they had had seen it. And heard what it. I saw. This yeah. is the way it went down. Yep. All right. So that brings us to the end of this episode, and that's all we got to say about that. All right. All right. Keep <laughs> sending us Jason questions. Jason has spoken. I, I'm in charge of this thing. Yeah, I know you are. That's, that's why right. I said that in the middle. should be the name of the podcast. Jason's the in podcast charge. Jason is in charge of. There you go. <laughs> that's succinct. <laughs> so come back next week, and I'll be in charge For of that one. Episode 122. No. <laughs> it's 165. Wow. Oh, man. I can't wait till we make it. looks like he's surprised. <laughs> You've been in trouble. I tr- say it after everyone. <laughs> I don't listen. I know. Have a great week, guys. See you next time. See you.